We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Marks and Reese. Day three in Clearwater, Florida. Marks and Reese live at Bay Care Ballpark. Phils and Pirates going at it right now. What's up, I Grease? Johnny Marks, holla at your boy. Well, it's a tough start for the Phils here. Three nothing, bottom three. Although Reese Hoskins is on first base, uh, so I haven't watched a lot of the game. Zach Wheeler was on the mound. He had given up a, a home run, but um, still a big Philly show today, Ike. We have a lot of Eagles news, which we're going to get to in a second, but. We will do Phillies. We will have Charlie Manuel here with us in the booth at 2.30. Rob Thompson joins us later in the show. Brandon Marsh joins us later in the show. Fritz at 6 is here as well. (laughs) Hello, Jack Fritz. How are you? Doing great, buddy. It's not 6 o'clock yet, so I can't talk. All right. (laughs) Oh, see, that's, that's a the new thing. rule. That's yeah, a new yeah, damn yeah. rule. And, yeah. and here's something that I was accused. I was when I was in the same situation as you. I was accused of withholding ideas. To yeah. use on my own show. I could see that happening. Exactly. <laughs> yep. So don't you be withholding ideas, Fritz. We have a completely different take at six o'clock. You come up out at six o'clock with a fastball that we could have used on the Marks and Reese show. Um, well. a- anyway, I'm kidding. <laughs> Um, Ike Reese, Brandon Graham is an eagle again. One yeah. year, $6 million. Here we go for BG. There you go, BG. I know I was trying to get rid of him last week or the week before, yeah, but I didn't really right. mean All it. All is forgiven. I didn't really mean it. Hey, you got to start the show off with the uh, sack of Tom Brady, man. Let's go. Exactly right. Let's go, Kyle. Get that together. Well, that's not Kyle back there. Is that deep? It's Buzz. Yeah, Dan Wilson's yeah. too worried about Temple playing. I was getting ready to call him Dan Quinn, too. Yeah. Well, he's a good defensive coordinator candidate. My bad, Dano. <laughs> but uh, you you agree that I mean reasonable price tag. He's uh, he, yeah. his his importance off the field is as much as as it is on the field, yeah. and he's not somebody that needs to play another game in another uniform. Yeah, and I kind of felt like that's the range it was going to be in five or six million, five or six million, and as long as BG was okay with that. Um, I didn't think it would be a difficult negotiation process because I know the Eagles love Brandon Graham. How can you not love Brandon Graham? But, you know, everything has a price tag, and Brandon was coming off his best year um, in, in terms of total sacks. He had a career high with 11, and you just didn't know how that was going to play out. But when you have a guy like BG who is selfless and team-oriented, and let's face it, he didn't want to go anywhere else. So he was willing to make sacrifices uh, or concessions and, and not even – look into the open market, right? It's like, okay, from what I can tell, it's like get the, he gave his agent um, marching orders, get the deal done. I yep. want to be here. Um, find me a fair deal and, and get it done. And so they got it done, and it's, it's good. It's great. I, I, saw, I said yesterday that uh, he is set to become uh, the all-time 
uh, games played leader in franchise history. And that means something. You know, that means something. It meant something to have Zach, you know, break the record and become the all-time reception leader in the Eagles uniform. And these are small things. These are small things that uh, when you put together a team, when you draft players and you evaluate players and you get these right, uh, it means something to the organization. These guys, are, and Brandon is certainly a lifer. Like, he's yep. not going to play for another team. Like, he would have spent his whole career, which is rare to do uh, in today's athletic world, with one team. Right. With and, one team. And Yeah, and, and there's no reason for – and, like, he, he is the – he is the Kelsey's going to be the, the, yes. the on the on the offensive side of the and ball. They're going to work out Jason's when his situation. Yeah, they're, 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 Howard has said it a number of times. That money is already put to the side. If Kelsey decides to play, they know the number. The They've already put the money to the side. All right, well, let's, let's, <laughs> it'll be a lot more than six million. I guarantee you that so, much. <laughs> and ju- and by the way, uh, it's Tim McManus that reported it. I'd he, be shocked if it wasn't. <laughs> he's saying the contract is worth up to. Six million. Okay, up so, to up to so, so even you, less. That might be incentives. Yeah, I mean we don't we like it, it could be four million and then another yeah. two with with playing incentives and sacks and and all that. Man, stuff. Man, long as BG happy with it. it damn don't, right. Yeah, what, what, what do we care? Like, well, and they need him. Yeah, like, and they long, need him. As long packed. as he's happy with the deal and he wants to be here, like the numbers. He's made almost eighty million dollars with the Eagles. He's he's rich. He's 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 okay. Brandon Graham show obviously yeah. he's he's, uh, <laughs> he's done that for a long time. And I'm happy. Now. I'm happy he's gonna be here. I'm happy about that. So and he talks about how he he said I definitely don't want to miss out on this championship we're about to make a run for. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it, exactly, Jack. So hang on a second on that. He said it's not about money. And he just wanted to get a deal done, so he's told his agent to get a deal done before free agency started so he didn't have to go through all that. Get a deal done, wise to do. But when he says that, that he doesn't want to miss out on the championship run, let's get to the slave thing here. Because I have to believe – He will be missing out on the championship run. Right. I, I, I have to believe that there's a plan that is more than we're going to get rid of Darius Slay and then we'll see what happens. There has to be another shoe to drop like we're – February to a three-year contract, or we're making a trade for this corner. They can't just not want Slay and then try to figure it out on the back end. So I, that's that's that. My take from it is I don't believe Slay is going to be here. I think there's a better chance he gets released than he gets traded. I don't know what the mar- the trade market is for a 32-year-old that's making a lot of money in the final year of a contract, right? Like they got Slay for a third and a fifth. That was a couple years ago, right? And that was a great trade. Mm-hmm. So, and why would Slay if? I'm reading the situation correctly. It looks like the Eagles would say, "Well, we'll keep you if you take a pay cut." But I like if I'm Slay, I'm saying, "Release me. I'll go out and I'll get a new contract somewhere else." Of course, he's already got friends tweeting at him, right, on other teams saying, "Come here." So yeah, I, I think and Slay will get signed by somebody, a, a, a team that's close to winning the championship, and they need a corner on their team, whether it's a t- two-year deal, whatever it may be, one-year deal. Um, I think he, he finds a way uh, or he finds himself on another team. And if the Eagles are moving on from Slay, to me, see, I don't think it's an indicator that they're going to bring Bradbury back. I don't. Um, I think it's an indication that spending money is going to be difficult. So BG signing for what he signed for. Like the Eagles, if they want to make a splash – with their top free agents, they sign them already. Yeah. They get a deal done. 
And actually, Slay, they may save a couple million dollars, but he's still $26 million in dead cap space. So releasing him, I don't know how much sense that makes either uh, or how that benefits the Eagles. I will say this. They, they, they probably have an idea what their con- con- contingency plan is, but it doesn't mean it's, it's a plan that makes them a better defense. It just doesn't. I don't know how good Bradbury is if you don't have the defensive line that you have up front. If you don't have Slay on the other side. Like, he hasn't, he wasn't known as a shutdown corner and, and matching up against guys before he came here. You know, he's in Carolina. He's in New York. Like, he, I don't remember him being a part of any great defenses. Right. And I'm not trying to, to, to poo-poo on Bradbury. I'm just saying I don't know if the Eagles view him like he is a quality replacement that I want to give a 30-year-old Bradbury $17 million, right. $15 million. And for how many years? So, so – you think it's entirely possible that they're moving on from both corners? Everybody, and yes. Now they're trying to say, right, we, maybe there's a, a a free agent corner out there that's coming off his first contract that the Eagles feel like mm-hmm. aren't being isn't being valued. And bam, similar to Rodney McLeod, similar yeah. to Malcolm Jenkins, yes. where they go out and they don't spend top of the market, and they get end up getting the best player on the market. Yep, that's and, and they've had success doing it that yeah, way. He's very good at that in the past, and uh, it, it, it's it's. Uh, it's unlike Howie uh, to willingly give a 30-plus-year-old cornerback that type of top-end free agent money for multiple years. Yeah. Like, he just doesn't do that. They did it with Slay. He was in his late 20s, but they were also desperate. And they traded for him and gave him a new deal, so they were desperate. I don't know if they feel like they're in that situation again where they need to make – because here's the thing. You sign Bradbury for three. Like, what does that do for you in a defense that's about to be completely made over? It gives you a professional corner starter is what it gives you. Doesn't at, It doesn't make you better. At $15 million a year? Right. It doesn't, make you, it doesn't make you better, to your point. And this is the <laughs> the concern from my standpoint. Is this the step back year? Is, this, is yeah. this what they're setting us up for? At least on that side of the ball, like, they may go all in with a youth movement on the defensive yeah. side of the ball. They've already made the youth movement on offense. Everybody over there outside of Kelsey is pretty much young. So on defense is where they had all the age at. Right. From bringing in free agents and all, and all that type of thing. So they may they may decide, you know what, go young at the cornerback position, at the safety position. You know, they got, they got N'Kobe Dean as one of their young linebackers. If they decided to bring back T.J., you know he's in his mid to late twenties, so he's not that old himself, and he's more of a he's more of a um, um he can be a leader on that defense with sure. younger guys sure. or what have you. Like so, I, I can almost see that being done. The C.J. Gardner Johnson move, I just don't see that amount. I just don't see the money being invested in that position. So we could be we could have a completely new secondary. Yeah, with the exception like of it. with the exception of Avante, uh, Avante Maddox. Yep. So we'll take a couple of early phone calls here. Uh, we will have Charlie Manuel come up in the booth with us at 2.30. Skip! 215-592-9494. I can't help it. Every time, every time you say Charlie Manuel, just goes, skip. skip. Yeah, dude, yeah, I can't help it. <laughs> if indeed Slay is traded or released, released. is that a mistake, Ike? Uh, yes. I'm going to say yes because I, I don't see the contingency plan right now. 
Yeah, I mean, the contingency <laughs> plan is we have to figure it out. Yeah, I, don't, exactly, I, don't, yeah. I don't like that. Yeah, so, yeah, I, I just, um, yeah. I I feel like the, that, I, I, not that I'm saying that, that Slay is a bad guy or a bad team or anything like that, but mm-hmm. for like if you if you wanted Darius Slay back, it feels like that Darius Slay would be back. To me, it just feels like the Eagles don't want to pay him that kind of money and they're ready to move on. Yeah. Jack- I mean, listen, if they're asking you, if they're, if they're giving you permission to seek a trade, yeah, yeah, so 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 yeah. Fritz, Fritz at six. Yeah, what is according that? to reports, I should say. So if if it's <laughs> well, like kind of seemed like he confirmed it on his own Twitter. So, so does the does the That's true good point. Does the does hey hey go you can go find a trade. Is that like what is? Does that mean that they want to keep him and they're frustrated with him or they're no, like I think they would keep him if he if, if he takes he a pay cut restructure his contract. I think that's what this comes down to. Like, how badly do you want to be an Eagle right now? Yeah, but how do you ask a guy to, I'm just telling <laughs> to take you. less money? They said the, the the final part of that tweet was the Eagles want him back. Yeah, that's the throw in. Well, of course. <laughs> just, yeah, no, the final part of that tweet, did, it was not, that was not how it was framed. It was something like that. Well, who who tweeted it? Rossini. Rossini. So, yeah, so you have to. Come on, Diana. Being <laughs> used as a pawn. But. Wow, it's, a, it's a big report. A big I know, report. but I but but she has over two hundred thousand followers, man. This is not the right one. She's forty-two followers. That, I don't think that's the Danish. That is we're not. Talking yeah, his, the Eagles are still remain. The, the Eagles are still hopeful to find a solution where Slay remains an Eagle. The Eagles are still hopeful to find a solution where Slay remains an Eagle. <laughs> that should say they want Slay to take a pay cut, and that's the only way he's coming back. Like it's not a restructure; it's a pay cut. They can, they can frame it as a right. restructure, but yeah. if he's not if he's yeah, not, not getting, getting more money, more yeah. money <laughs> it's a pay cut. It's a pay cut, yes. and he's and you can. Pretty, I don't think Slay's taking a pay cut. No, so that's why I don't think he's here. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. But who's trading for him though? Too nobody. Well, that's why I think he gets cut. Because why you would wait but it he, out? But it's just like I think what we all have to, and I and I know this pains people to hear, but we have to understand that it's going to be a step back here next year. Like if they're gonna if they're going to go through this and release Slay, that is actively not making the Eagles a better like I don't Witherspoon or whatever they drafted ten is not gonna yeah, come in yeah, exactly. and, and first off, who's the last good corner they drafted? Um he's not gonna come in here and be what Darius Slay just was last year. Or what James well, I Bradbury was. I, I think they have a contingency plan. I With, they're, and they're, it's, it's Bradbury and, and draft pick it, at ten? Well it's I, I don't think they're taking a corner at ten. I, I think it's well it's Bradbury or it's some it's somebody else. They just can't they just can't get rid of Slay and not have any corners without an idea what they're gonna do. And by the way, free agency starts doesn't that's, it doesn't have to work out the way you want it to work out once free agency starts. Well they don't have a lot of money to go big right. hunt, big game hunting. Right. So they're if they're if they're re- releasing Slay just to release Slay, or they want him to take a pay cut, or he's gone, I don't think that's a good idea unless there's some type of a contingency plan. Home run. So here's the pitch. That's our boy, Big Boy Hall. Oh, there, oh, that's what? my guy. Why couldn't it have been Cassianos? That's my guy because he's getting booed already. Well, he's, I mean, he was on first base. Yeah, he was on first base. But I just, you know, it's Big Boy Hall. Derek Hall home run doesn't. Here's the pitch. That was left center field. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, no, that was left field. Was it left field? That yeah, went right at the tiki bar. <laughs> really? Yeah. Man, all right. I didn't see it. All right, let's get some let's get some reaction. I just heard you we're call. In the, we're in the booth, man. But I wasn't giving play by play. I wasn't paying attention to the game. You are paying attention to the game. That's why you're like home run. Now I'm scrambling. It's a left-handed batter, so I'm looking. I I, yeah, I look right pole. Field. Yeah, I look pole more than I look. He pokes at the left field. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Charlie Manuel, by the way, loves Derek Hall. I remember talking to. Skip. I remember talking to Charlie about Derek Hall like five years ago. 
Love that guy. How old was he then? Well, he was he was a little bit older when he came out of Dallas Baptist. It's like twenty seven or twenty eight. By the way, Darius Slay is uh, open to going to the Chiefs, according to his oh, Twitter. I bet. <laughs> That he is. Yeah. He said, so Marquez Valdez-Scantling tweeted him and said, yo, big play, Slay. I know we are the best of friends right now after last game, but I think number two is opening KC. And Darius Slay quote tweeted and said, LOL, you know we always good, little brah. The laughing emoji. We got a Seattle. You read text. Brah. I'm going to start calling Ike brah. Cordell Patterson. So we have the Falcons in, in the wit. We have the, uh, we have the Seahawks in the wit. So our people, everybody should be ecstatic, right? Because as we <laughs> learned, I learned the other day, we did slay talk. Everybody wanted to slay out of here. And it's like, well, why? Like, I don't know. <laughs> no one's really sure why. Let's go to Chuck in Mount Airy. Okay. Oh, the superstar. The number one caller of Bryce Harper. Chuck, how are you, buddy? Yo, Johnny, Ike, Jack, what's the deal? Hey, listen, what's how up, you guys Chuck? doing today? What's up, brother? Good. How's, how's my boy Bryce? He's good. You guys talked to him lately? Well, you should shoot him a text. Jack yeah, Jack, I, uh, Jack had breakfast with him this morning, I think. How, yep. how was he feeling this morning? Jack? He looked good. Oh, he looked in good spirits. We're talking about good. his ready. favorite calls of yours. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm just making sure he's ready to go, man. You know what I mean? You know, come back from that injury real good. You know what I mean? Bryce is listening, man. Count on him. Yeah. I mean, but yeah, here's the thing, right? I called up. Listen, I'm happy for this right now. This youth movement on the defense, this is what I wanted. Oh, you know what I mean? Because you guys are getting too old, man. And, you know, I love this emotional, intelligent stuff, holding on to these guys past their prime. It's time to get, you know, to, to make the defense as youthful as the offense so we can have a, a longer window, you know, opportunity to win a championship. You know, Kansas City just showed you this year they can, you can win with a young secondary. You know what I mean? So you got the right defensive coordinator, the right, you know, game plan, and you get good players in here. I think we'll be fine. You know, something that Ingie said last week, and, I, and, and, you know, people laughed at him, you know, when he said this, but the type of defense the Eagles play, right, you know, you're really wasting the talent of a Slay or a Bradbury, you know what I mean, because they're not playing man-to-man. You need corners to come up and make a tackle when they catch the ball. You know, you do need playmakers in the secondary, but, you know, you, you don't have an opportunity to be a playmaker because of the type of defense that the Eagles play. Now, I don't know if that, that guy's new defensive coordinator is going to play that same defense as uh, Gannon Yeah, I, I believe he is. Well, if he is, then, you know, there's no use of having a slip for Bradbury because it's, it's like you're wasting their talent. You know I mean? You don't play yeah. man. You know, they, they don't, you know, you're keeping everything in front of you. You know, you got to make the tackle. You know what I mean? And it's, it's a shame that we play defense that way, but that's that's just the reality of it. You could, you could put Manny, Mo and Joe back there. And, and for the most part, they could play that type hmm. of defense, man. So, you know what I mean? So, I, I, and, and, and Chuck, I appreciate it. We, we want to run early here because uh, we're up against it a little bit. But, do you, I mean, do you believe that, that the Eagles potentially aren't going to value corners? The same? I mean, they obviously value corners if they traded Slay. They gave him a new contract. They mm-hmm. at least gave Bradbury a, a nice amount of money over one year. Mm-hmm. Um, that there's this shift in, in philosophy of, well, hey, we can run this defense and we don't have to pay right. big-time corners. Um. It's possible. I mean, they may look at it like, listen, we, we've been at this cornerback thing, and it's not like we are getting shut down corners in here. And if So they, they may view it that way. It doesn't mean they would devalue the position. I think they would still place value on that position. But do they want to put that much money into the position versus maybe allocating that somewhere else? It used to be a time they wouldn't pay wideouts. Right. You know what I'm saying? So – 
and, and some of this stuff is also getting ready to pay the next wide out that's on the team. Right. So some of these moves that they don't want to commit to long term is we can't continue to push the can down the road because we know we have several players that we want to give extensions to and we want to get to that after the third year. The Eagles always do stuff with the following years in mind. Yeah, Devontae's coming into his third year. Yeah, He's gonna, and so is Landon Dickerson. Land, yeah, and both of those guys are going to get paid. Yeah. Both those guys are going to get paid. And then you're going to need to replace guys on defense. Like, like when So Chuck just said he wants this youth movement. And Jack, it's going to be a youth movement on defense. Jack scoffed on it. I don't know how she w- you would do it. Yeah. I mean, you, you have too many holes to fill. Yep. You need young and expensive players to do it. Yeah, I just don't think – I think that people say that now, and then I think when they're getting torched during the regular season, <laughs> oh, I agree people are going to be furious. <laughs> well, yeah, that was like, that. like, it's of like, course. oh, this is exactly what we need. Yeah, this is what yeah, we youth need. Movement. It's like, well, well, no, <laughs> well, no, Jack, I call, BS on, I call BS on almost every Eagle fan that, that says, like, oh, it's okay to be a step back here. Yeah, and then the regular season starts and they lose a game or two. You'll be calling for Nick right. Sirianni's head. Right. Well, see, that's the difference. Being upset is okay, but – how upset are you? Are we talking about firing the head coach? You're talking about, you know what I'm saying? Right. We're talking about getting rid of that guy. Get rid of that guy. Uh, let's go, let's go, let's go. He on his tail. That looked like the uh, Major League, oh. the movie, where Willie Mays Hayes was running around. Well, right your boy, John Hicks. So, okay, so Scott Kingery just scored, and then Harrison scored right on his, right on on his, his behind. Right on his What's Kingery doing that well, he's almost getting? Well, he went back to second base. Gotcha. Yeah, the fly ball, he went back. Whereas Harrison saw that thing, he read it off the bat well. He was already on his hips. Do you think there's any chance? Scotty Jetpack's going to Yeah, he's back. He's got redemption season. Do you think there's any chance that they would trade for Ramsey? Like, if they if they release no. Slay. No. Another high-priced corner. Yeah. And and I don't think they have the capital to trade. Yeah. They, they and, have the draft capital to trade. Look, I'm, yeah, not, I'm not telling you that Ramsey still isn't a good player. But, sure. But it's like, going to cost you money. Yeah, it's, 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 it's just add another guy that's going to cost money. If money is the reason why they want to move on from Slay, because that's what it seems like. You know, from everything I've heard, Slay's a good teammate. He's not bad in the locker room. All his guys like him. You know, he's more of a jokester than, than he is and it's somebody that rubs people the wrong way from right. an offensive manner. This seems like it's about finances and if they're asking him to restructure and he's not willing to do it it means that they aren't giving him more money they're asking him to take less money so this seems like a money decision i don't see why you and that's why i don't think they signed bradbury because that's going to cost you money well and if you're trying to reset and and believe me Jalen ramsey gonna cost you money if you're trying to reset your defense and say like all right like this is like we need to boom we're starting, mm-hmm. right? Bringing Bradbury back at 30 years old for three years doesn't make any sense. No. If, if, that's, the, if, that's, if that's the mentality going into it, yeah. maybe it's not. I don't know. I think it is. I, I, I just do. I think it is. I think it's a youth movement on that side of the ball. Uh, I think a lot of our draft uh, could be to the defensive side of the ball. Like They may take an O-lineman in there somewhere because they, they, they don't feel comfortable if they don't take at least one in a draft every year. Sure. So they may take one. But I think when you look at where holes need to be filled, it's on the defensive side of the ball. For sure. Yeah, it's on the defensive side. And they need to, in some positions, hit it up multiple times. Because it's not like you're going to hit on every pick. You only got six picks this year. Yeah. Yeah, you, you, they're definitely not hitting on every pick. <laughs> yeah. We're live uh, in Florida. but uh, Two corners in this draft. It's Friday. Try Chickens and Pete's new Lent menu, available at all locations for dine-in or takeout. Find a location at chickiesandpeats.com. Mm. 
Charlie Manuel is going to join us coming up next. Skip! Yep. How does he feel about this team? Is the vibe similar to what he saw in 2008? How hard is it to go back-to-back? He did it. Got the two straight World Series. All that with Charlie Manuel coming up next. We're live in Clearwater, Florida. Mark Sinrisa on 94 WIP. All right, we're back. It is Mark Sinrisa. We're live in Clearwater, Florida. We're at the ballpark. Today's show brought to you by Chiggs and Pete's. It's tourney time. Chiggs and Pete's, as you covered, with great food and great drink specials during the games. Find a location at Chiggs and Pete's. Com. Twitter questions today sponsored by Mark's Jewelers. If you're getting engaged, the place to go is Mark's Jewelers with the best selection of diamond engagement rings to fit every budget. Online, marks-jewelers.com. As we are joined by an all-time Phillies great, Mr. Charlie Manuel's in the booth with us. How you doing? How are you doing, Charlie? Skip! I'm doing great, man. Look great. <laughs> What's up, Mike? What are you doing? How you doing? What are you guys doing? Well, well taking a little baseball huh? down here. It's a great life you got going on, Skip. Like, I mean, you know, you... Come to the park, check out the club, and, you know, yeah. do you golf? My golf game's not good right now. <laughs> <laughs> I golfed the other day. I was all over the place, Ike. <laughs> it's like most yeah. of us, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, so what what impresses you most at the beginning of camp here this year? Uh, I think the energy and the life on the team, how the players, they, 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 they can uh, they really get along with one another. It seems like they like being together. I think it, a lot of that came from uh, how the season went last year, and uh, the fact that they know what it's like to be uh, to go to a, a World Series. And uh, I think that's uh, the experience they got's going to help them for this year. We 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 did a lot of comparison uh, comparisons to your teams, the run you guys were on that five six year run where. It just seemed like every year we had a chance to win it, and obviously winning the one in 2008. We've tried to sort of compare this team moving forward to that era. Um, what do you see when you when you see this ball club? I mean, you you know what it's like yeah. to be around a great ball club. Do they have that potential to have that type of run? I think we got the potential, like to have a tremendous offense. And anytime we have a tremendous offense, I think at I think that that will definitely help the the uh, energy, the life on the team, and it'll it'll uh, give the pitchers more confidence in in themselves. And uh, there'll be you can actually guys will hustle better, they'll run harder, and the uh, manager can get on the players a little bit more, <laughs> and things like that. And I think it, it that creates that. I think that's the atmosphere. And put that together with uh, people coming back to the ballpark on a regular basis in Philadelphia, yeah. and I could see us winning the championship. Yeah, yeah I, I think a lot of reaction from Phillies fans was we forgot how loud it was <laughs> during during the run, during your run. The electricity at Citizens Bank Park is like nothing else that I've ever felt. Yeah, I think you guys heard me talk now for over the years. And actually, uh, our fan base definitely bought a whole lot more to the ballpark, I think, than they really realize. Uh, you, you know, because uh, they were there about every – we had a full house almost every night. And also, you know, like they, uh, they kept our team uh, – they filled our ballpark with energy. And that gave our team uh, better focus. Uh, you know, like in a uh, 
a more happy atmosphere, you know, like in a where they could relax better and everything. And I think it, our team last year got that way by the fact that some some of the moves that we made in bringing Robbie Thompson in to manage and and he'd been in the game a long time and he absolutely took over and uh, kind of you know like things kind of uh, got off to a real good start for him as far as the, how the players, uh, the energy of the players, and and also the players that we had had for like two years. We, we we tried a lot of young players, if you remember, uh, and a lot of different kind of players. And we finally picked the ones that we thought that were <laughs> good ones and one, one that won the, uh, that was going to uh, be a winning core. Yeah, and uh, and all of a sudden, uh, you know, like we uh, started playing good baseball, and uh, things started happening for us, and uh, looked like at one time or even at uh, last week of the season, looked like we wasn't going to get in the playoffs, and all of yeah. a sudden we do, and when we get in, you know, we yeah. kind of things kind of roll for us. Yeah, listen, you you're you're the manager of our generation. You brought the World Series in 2008. We talked about that golden era, that run that you're. last season and now he has an extension what what, what what do you like about rob thompson as as the manager of this ball club i think it uh i think it uh once he became manager of the team i, I don't think people really realized how long he'd been in the game mm-hmm. and where he had been and the places that he'd been in the championship uh teams that he had been on with the yankees and things like that and and during that time uh he became a communicator you know, like he was always a, kind of like an assistant to the manager and things like that. He he uh, organized all of all of our uh, spring trainings and workouts and things like that. And uh, he got to really the players got to know him real well. And I think that was that 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 made who he was. And when he took over, he just kind of uh, you know took his foot off the brakes and let him go a little bit. <laughs> and they uh, and they uh, got going and they. Uh, uh, you know, had a good run, and they uh, finished the season strong. And I think it uh, also too the 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 moves that we made at uh, a trade, trade deadline. deadline. Yeah, I think they played a big role in our team. And if you look back from once the World Series ended, and now with what we've done to our ball club, we've bought Turner in. Turner to me. Uh, I say he can be close to the next Chase Utley in Philadelphia. Oh, yeah, because he brings that kind of energy, and he he, he brings that he's got the style of athlete that he is as far as running, throwing things like that. It's it's all energy. Wait, you see him pop up, slide hard, and everything like that. <laughs> they gonna go. Uh, they gonna really like the way he plays. Yeah. And and our offense then, uh, we got to get Harper back. You know to really. Uh, make our, uh, our our offense real, what we call really strong. But at the same time, we got a we got a tremendous team. Only thing that can hurt us is our pitching not to be healthy. If it, you know, like we got to keep our pitching healthy, and we got to keep it, you know, like uh, organized in in, in uh, during the whole season. And uh, uh, that right there is the only thing I see holding us back. I think we got three good teams in the National League. And I think uh, two of them is going to go end up in the uh, playoffs, and right. uh, might as well be Phillies. Yeah, might as well be. And <laughs> and and Charlie, we saw at the end of last year. Just it's such a long season, and it really is. How is the team playing once the playoffs start? And the Phillies playing in that first that first shorter round really hit the ground running to right. where then they went into Atlanta. 
you're able to get it done. Um, how hard is it? You know, you went to the World Series yeah. two years in a row. How hard is it to get back that next year? It's uh, it, uh, it's hard to repeat, but at the same time, too, you know, like uh, I think it uh, I think it affects that they got there and they know how it feels. If you go, I asked uh, uh, Hoskins, I asked JT. And those guys, almost every guy on the team asked how it felt to play in the World Series, and they said it's hard to explain that they absolutely, uh, you know, loved it and everything like that, and they definitely look forward to this season. What about Hall just hit a Darren Hall just hit uh, well, listen, one. Tra- Charlie, I was, I was saying this earlier. <laughs> I, rem- I remember talking to you about Derek Hall a couple years ago when he was just he was yeah. a raw power hitter that was trying to put it together. He might be able to hit 20 home runs in just like a part-time DH role. He's got that kind of power, raw power, doesn't he? I think it. Uh, I think Hall uh, right now. I think he, that he's ready. Yeah. I, to me, I think Hall's ready. Yeah. I think it. Uh, I think Hall's going to definitely hit some home runs for us. Mm-hmm. I think it. Uh, I watch him every day in the cage and on the field, and uh, you know he looks real good hitting. And uh, you know, like he's he's got a good uh, uh, he's got a good approach to hitting now, and he's strong. He's strong, and he's going to hit some home runs. Like you, yeah. Well, is that like a younger, you ch- younger? I, ch- I, don't, I don't. I don't know if he's that quite that. No, <laughs> I know. But, no. <laughs> that's right. Exactly. That's right. Uh, no. <laughs> but that's who you envision him being is is uh, a power hitting Charlie right. Manuel type. I think he's ready. I think I think that he he can hit the ball uh, uh, to all fields with power, and I think that he uh, uh, I think it uh, he will win his way into a lineup. I, I I'll you know like I'll put it that way. I told uh, Dabowski last year. He says he asked me about Derek, and I said if he goes to uh, uh, if you send him to Lehigh Valley, he'll make you bring him up. Right. And I believe right. that that uh, when he can hit like I think he can. You know, like then, then he's gonna make us play. Has to make you feel good to see the ball club uh, back to winning ways. Get back to the postseason. Uh, we love the fact that you and LB Larry Boy yeah. are still around the ball club. Um, how's everything going for you, man? How's yeah. retirement going? You, yeah. you get a chance to be around the club, but you don't have the headache of listening yeah. to us. Criticize uh, your critique your, your your managerial skills anymore. You can sit back and, and sort of just enjoy the game. Hey, I, I can honestly tell you this: I, I I never really it didn't really bother me about people criticizing you know like how I how I, how I worked or how yeah. I managed or nothing. Mm-hmm. I uh, I just like I like the competition in, in, you know like and it's a it's very competitive when you're a manager, yeah. and I, I like that part yeah. and that's fine and I also. You know, like the part where people they going to second guess you and stuff. That's part of it. Right. And uh, I mean, that's part of the job. And uh, actually, uh, you know, like I never really looked at it that way. I, you know, like I I thought if we played the way I thought we could play and win, you know, like I think I would take care of everything. Mm-hmm. And I still have same. I feel that same way today when I watch us play. Uh, you know, like I want Robbie Thomas to be a good manager. I want all of our coaches to be good. I enjoy watching uh, uh, Kevin Long and uh, 
and them, you know, like work, work with the hitters and things like that. And I think it, uh, we've got a great coaching staff with a good manager, and we've got a good general manager. And we, I don't even have to say nothing about our owner because uh, he reaches down in his pockets, and all of a Man. sudden, you know, like he yeah. goes and gets things. He, yeah. uh, he's trying to get things done. Yep. And he's showing that he, how much that he loves the his his uh, position and uh, also the he he's he's doing that for the fans. Uh, he's starting to get out. Uh, John Middleton's starting to get out. I don't know if you guys noticed. He's starting to sign baseballs and he comes back <laughs> and see. I sign where the manager signs. Yeah, he wants to sign there. <laughs> and, and you know, like and I'm you know uh, you know I, so, I, so I kinda, a fan hands you a ball and yeah. you go to sign it and John Middleton's signature's already already where yours should be. Yeah, when I see it, you know, like can he, he you know like can he asked me he says. Uh, he says, Charlie, you sign where I sign. I, and I go, well, tell me where you want to sign. <laughs> but, anyway, but, yeah. but, uh, but anyway, yeah, I want to tell you something. I think, it, I think it, he plays a big part in this too because he's reached down. Now we do have some superstar players Man. and things like that. And, and I think people expect us to win, and I know he expects us to win, and I know Robbie Thompson expects us to win. Mm-hmm. And when, when you guys were in your run – Man, I mean, oh, it was great. It, 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 every big player, Roy Halladay, Cliff Lee, oh, trades, right. signings, and everything man. else, they went for it, right, spent right, big money right, exactly. doing it again. I think I think it, the position where we're at on our team now, we do not have to, over the last two years, we've covered and put talent on the field. Now when we need something, we need a piece, if that makes right. sense. Yeah. We'll need some, maybe a piece to bluster out our uh, pitching uh, uh, bullpen or, or starters or something. But we don't need, you know, like we don't need to go get two or three whole uh, magnificent players. Right. Yeah, our whole makeovers, right. Yeah, that's Wait, where we at. If, if there's a piece that, like, I remember Cliff Lee at the deadline. Right. Or, or, and, or whenever, right, like they're able to go out and get it. And you're right, yes. there might be one right. piece that's out there that's not the biggest right. piece right. in the world, but a, a right. key. I think also I think I think it, we're in a position it's kind of like it is kind of similar to to when when I was managing that uh, and we got a general manager and we got also an owner that if he could, if they can improve our team in any way I feel I really feel like they'll do it yeah, absolutely. That's what I. That's that's how I feel. Charlie Emanuel with us live in Clearwater. He's in the booth as the Phils. It, it, this turning into a blowout, Ike. Yeah, eight to three, baby. Eight to three mm-hmm. as the ball's flying out of here today. Um, uh, so someone asked me to ask you the when Angelo Cataldi retired, you very nicely made a, a tribute video yeah. to him. But there was there was talk of maybe like you know when there's the the hostage video yeah. that's put out when so like were you were you did that did you do that against your will? Yeah, we're, did you no. do that at gunpoint? Did, they, yeah. did you do that at gunpoint? <laughs> no, 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 not at all. I meant everything I said to him. Really, yeah. you know, hey, look, he been, he's he's been around a long time. Long he touched time. a lot of people. Yep. And uh, and and evidently they like listening to him and things like that. And uh, actually, uh, I always when. Somebody always challenged me or said something about me. I think that fired me up. Mm-hmm. I think you're I right. I used to tell Brazier and him all the time, I think I'm better when I'm mad. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I know yeah. I am. And, I, yeah. I, and you like, and, I, and, and, and you know, everything don't go your way. Yeah. And things like that. And some things tick you off and, th- and whatever. But at the same time, too, I do realize how long you get that he's been on the air and uh, things that he's done. And uh, you know, yeah, I think it, that he's had a, a a big run himself, and uh, you know, like I told him that, 
Yeah, I think yeah. I speak for everybody when I say we we wish you had right. follow through with uh, Howard Eskin and knocking him. <laughs> yeah, <out>. yeah, <laughs> yeah. If, yeah, hey, yeah hey, we, hey, only thing about hey, only thing about Howard nowadays, you know what Howard says to me? He said, "I can remember everything you said to me." You said, "I'm gonna knock you flat down on the ground." <laughs> He tells me that. Believe me, he wears that like a badge yeah. of honor. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, would, that's okay. you would think he'd be embarrassed by you saying, why don't you drop him off us then? He loves it. Yeah, he's happy about that. <laughs> yeah. Now, have, have you guys, because Ike says this, he, he's defanged a little bit over the yeah. years, Howard. Yeah. He doesn't have the same bite to him. Yeah. Have, have you guys, or like, when you see each oh, other? Oh, I talk to Howard, yeah, yeah and, and I want to tell you something. He talks to me, and, and we kind of joke with one another, really. I mean, seriously, yep. uh, you know. And, uh, you know, Howard's got to do what he's got to do. I got to do what I got to do. That's I'm right. Gonna, I'm going to do my job as good as I possibly can. And if that ain't enough, well, that, that's my fault. How how much <laughs> did you listen to? I mean, because it's not like you had a lot of rough years here. Yeah. Like early on, maybe, you know, yeah. until you started winning, which didn't take long at all. But how much do you listen to to the noise on externally? Nothing. Yeah. No, I, didn't, I didn't bother me at all. But Seriously. did you, did, you, did you stay away from hey, listening hey. to the radio or reading yeah. the paper? Or? Uh, uh, the radio, I, you know, like I didn't, I kind of stayed away from it really. You know, like it just something that, you know, like uh, I didn't want to be negative about something. Mm-hmm. And if when somebody mentions your name, yeah, you listen. I mean, that's no, that's not, that's not, you know, that's. That's, that's normal. It, yeah. That's definitely normal. Uh, they used to get on me in Cleveland. They used to, you know. Oh, okay. They, yeah. They, <laughs> they, they, yeah, they, yeah, they used to, they, they used to get on me pretty good, but not like Philly. Yeah, uh, like Philly. Nothing like Philly. Well, we are. This is the yeah. this is the third day that we're here, uh, and we've been with John Brazier for three straight days. So we've heard yeah. nonstop jokes, and uh, I know you guys are right. very close. So he's telling stories that you tell him. So I so he said you got to ask about the story about President Eisenhower and Miss America. That was Truman. Truman. Uh, yeah, yeah, Harry Truman. <laughs> Where was this? Uh, I was about a. I think I was a either a freshman or a sophomore in high school. And actually, we got off from baseball practice to go over Lexington, Virginia. I live five miles from Lexington, Virginia, Buena Vista and Lexington, about the same size place. And uh, they have a, a Washington Lee Law School and VMI go together, and they have a parade, you know, like in the spring of the year. And so they got this parade, and it's going downtown, and I'm, they got two stoplights. I'm at the mains one standing there on the corner, and they got here comes uh, – the pre, uh, President Truman and uh, Linda Lee to meet in this Cadillac. And, you know, it's a big Cadillac, convertible Cadillac and everything like that. And he's sitting in the front seat and she's in the back. And uh, they stop right at the stoplight. And he wants to get out of the car. And he said, he said, hey, son, will you open this door for me? And I walked over and I opened the door. And I looked in the, over in the back seat there. And I saw Linda Lee meet in this nice blue suit, uh, dress, uh, auburn hair. Gorgeous, absolutely beautiful, and I think that's the first time I really ever seen a beautiful woman. Seriously, <laughs> and, I, and it kind of had my attention. Yeah. So you know, like, and she kind of goes like this, and I reach in the in the car to get her hand, you know, to help, help her, her out. out. Yeah. And the president's not out of the car yet. <laughs> she blocked the president from getting out of the car. <laughs> and he said something too. He says, "He says, wait, wait, wait! I need help." <laughs> and I said, "Hey, look, I got to take care of Linda Lee here." <laughs> True story. <laughs> left the president. Hey, hey, I'm yeah. sorry, but the only something president. All of a sudden, he didn't. It didn't know, matter. It didn't matter as much. He, he yeah. wasn't there as much. Could you fill up a book with these stories? Because I, no. when I, when I hear, well, not that no. you, not that you would, but could no. you with the no. amount of stories? Hey, I got a lot of stories, and I love to tell them. 
<laughs> and, 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 you know, I got a lot of stories about people and things. Yeah. And that's one thing nowadays when I tell the players some of the stories and also how we worked. Yeah. They don't believe it. I mean, they look at you like you're crazy, you know, like you're telling a lie or something. <laughs> really, you know, like, I, I, hey, I tell them how how much Jim Tomey hit or uh, or Eddie Murray or Albert Bell and him, you know, like, and how how much we practice because nowadays uh, those guys don't know they don't know what that is. Right. And 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 they look at you like uh, you didn't do that. There's there, there's no way you did that. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Well, I, I, Ike talks about it a lot with football. He's yeah, right. Two, two a day. They barely practice nowadays. You know, you know now I like sitting here, I can tell talking about because yeah they they did a lot of work and i mean it, it was that was hard work man I used to, yeah i used oh, to sit there vikings. Coach. yeah vikings yeah. coach for many yeah. many years i'm telling you yep. so he in in virginia no it was in minnesota when you were a twin yeah you were a twin gotcha yeah gotcha gotcha yeah very cool well uh thank you yeah you're welcome it's great to catch yeah, up thank with you for having me here today always a pleasure brother. yeah always. right are you uh? Are you, so you stay down here and then you'll pop up a couple times during the season or? Yeah, um, uh, last year I spent quite a, a bit of time watching some. Uh, I was in Philly last year, last summer probably more, more than the other years, uh, and uh, uh, I do a little bit more uh, PR work than I did before, and probably you know like uh, this year won't, uh, it won't be too much different. Mm. All right, Charlie, thank you. Yeah, thank, thank you, guys. You, thank great, you for great to me. see you. We'll come back. Ellie Shore Parks joins us coming up next. Uh, today's program brought to you by Chiggies and Pete's. The best in-game experiences at Chiggies and Pete's. Find a location near you, chiggiesandpete's.com. Back after this. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now, with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade used with permission.